1: It's time for Ask Me Anything, the tax return edition.
0: Ask Me Anything! This year, the deadline to file your 2022 tax return is May 1st.
1: Canadians need proper time to do their tax return with due care. And right now, the CRA agents just aren't there to help them.
2: A lot of people have questions, and right now they don't get the answers to their questions. So, and they might be penalizing themselves. I don't think that's fair for taxpayers.
1: We are hours away from this year's tax filing deadline. If you haven't filed already, you probably should. And even if you have, you may have some questions about the process this year. There is, as you almost certainly know, a federal worker strike going on that could affect your filing with the CRA. And for more on these issues and others, we have reached Hugh Nielsen. He practices public accounting with KRP Group in Edmonton. And Hugh is here to take your calls and answer your questions. You can ask him anything about filing taxes. Our number is 1. 888-416-8333. Or you can text us at 226-758-8924. Hugh, thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me. Always interesting topics.
1: Yeah. So let's start with uh, the CRA strike. It's been going on since April 19th. It affects 150,000 federal workers. What is your sense of how it may or is affecting tax filing?
2: Well, it, it does and it doesn't. 90% of the population files electronically now. So you can get your returns in. Uh, we discovered the other day, however, that one of the casualties of the strike is that there's a help desk for electronic filing, but not now. Hmm. So if we have problems getting an electronically filed return through, it probably goes in on paper. And the term CRA is using for paper filings this year is stockpile. So until they get back to work, we're not going to see those returns through uh, It was mentioned in your intro that you also have a much tougher time getting through the CRA to ask any questions. And for personal tax filers, well, you're a little better off than the rest because most of their other call-in lines are shut down entirely.
0: Hmm.
1: And are there any other things that you see might be affected as this strike, if this strike goes on in terms of audits or dealing with refunds? Are there any other sort of, uh, in your position, you're thinking, boy, I'm really curious to see how this is going to play out.
2: One of the areas that we're concerned with is individuals who owe taxes, send in their payment, when's it going to get processed? Because CRA tends to keep sending out reminder notices until it uh, gets cleared off their system. And that makes taxpayers nervous when you keep getting that reminder every uh, few weeks. You haven't paid yet and interest is mounting and interest is bigger than it was last year. They're going to start getting edgy when those payments aren't processed. Uh, For anybody who's dealing with CRA auditors, Ian, I think it's important to remember that this strike affects a little over 60% of CRA's workforce. My understanding is the auditor is still on the payroll and they're still working. And we've had some contacts with ongoing audits where they've told us it's business as usual for them.
1: Hmm. Um, you know, some people have said that CRA should have extended the filing deadline. Um, as an accountant, what's your what's what's your view on that? We went through that a few years in the pandemic, where they did give us an extended uh, filing deadline,
2: and I think they're gun shy about doing it again. One of the issues we face with our tax system is all those benefits that are tied to your income. So if you're a parent, you're getting Canada child benefits in all likelihood. If you're getting the GST, HST credit, uh, the climate action incentive, all of those are dependent on the returns getting filed and processed. Most run from July to June. So if they can't get those returns and get them processed by mid June, they're gonna have problems delivering those benefit payments or they're going to have what we saw in COVID, people who get overpaid, come to rely on it, and then they got to give it back.
1: Hugh Nielsen is a chartered professional accountant, and he's here to answer your questions. Our number is one 416 You can text us at two two six seven five eight eight nine two four. 758 8924 And Lynn
0: Moore is calling from lac Brome in Quebec. Hi, Lynn. Hi,
1: Ian. How are you?
0: I'm well. I'm surrounded by tax papers.
1: Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> what's what's What question do you have for Hugh? Well, I have two, actually. Sure. The first one is sort of philosophical. When does he think the discrimination against uh, single people, especially single women, is going to end in our tax system? And here I'm talking about split income and split pensions which I understand confer great benefits. Hugh? Well I think that uh,
2: as always anything philosophical is a question of uh, everybody's viewpoint. The pension splitting rules that came in a few years ago allow for those who aren't familiar with it uh, a retired individual, individual generally over age 65, to equalize their income with their spouse and uh, If you're in a single-earning couple, you know how expensive that is compared to a dual-earning couple. Uh, I'm not sure specifically what changes the caller would suggest. The U.S. has had full income splitting for a long time, and they get negative feedback on that as well.
0: But you, if you don't have a partner, if you're living alone, which I understand uh, a lot of people are in Canada, especially women of a certain age... Uh, you can't split your pension with anyone or your income.
1: Yeah, so you well, know i, what, that comes I down just to not
2: having two taxpayers.
1: Yeah, so I'm so let's leave that where you know people can think about it as a as a philosophical issue, Lynn. Although one of those things about you're not splitting because uh, there's only one person uh, in that uh, household. But let, let's put that aside for a sec, Lynn. You said you had a second question for Hugh.
0: Yes. Um, w- can you claim fees from the people who manage your money, like the so-called uh, wealth advisors? You. Generally, uh,
2: if, that, if those fees are for investments in a non-registered account, they're deductible because you're reporting the income. Uh, if that's for fees related to managing an RRSP, a tax-free savings account, a registered retirement income fund, those would not be deductible because they're uh, for income that's earned inside a tax-deferred
1: or tax-free plan. All right, Lynn. thank you very much for your questions. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, I appreciate that as well. And
0: I I would appreciate, you know, some reflection on that question. A woman in the Toronto area started a petition, uh, I think last year, about this. And she made a lot of good points that I don't have at hand right now. Okay. But I know it peeves a lot of single people. All right, thank, thank you very Ian. much.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate your call. Uh, let's go to Rahima Stewart. Or oh, actually, I th- yeah, hi, hi, Rahima.
3: Hi there, Ian. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Today, I retired today, so your oh. show is perfect for me.
1: <laughs> wow, you uh, you retired today, so congratulations. I, I hope uh, you're you're happy about that. And, and you have a que- and you have a question about taxes. So, what's your question about taxes? I do. I have two questions about okay, taxes. Sure.
3: The first, um, we filed our taxes, paid the paid Revenue Canada, all good. Except I discovered a file with two and a half thousand dollars in medical expenses last year.
0: Hmm.
3: So just wondering, they were some of them were for early last year because I know you could pick different dates of. So do I? Is this something I should can do on my own to um, let Revenue Canada know that we had more deductions, or should I just call my tax person and? give them back to her, give them to her, just need some or is it worth it?
2: Hugh? Generally, you can adjust your return uh, new, many years after it's actually been filed. So if you're a do-it-yourselfer, you can do that online at CRA's My Account. They have a Change My Return function. There's a form you can download, a T1 adjustment. I know as a practitioner, we would generally get our clients to bring their information in. Uh, the challenge with medical expenses is your, uh, your credit is based on the expenses less 3% of your income up to a cap. Now, with $2,500, dollars you probably got some claim, but it may not be that large. You may want to discuss it with your tax preparer.
3: Okay. Question number two. I turned 72 last fall. So this last year was my big year. Income, like working income, OAS, mm-hmm. CPP, uh, municipal pension plan out here in British Columbia, and my risk. So I looked like I had a very successful year. <laughs> and of course, along came out with the recovery tax on filing this year uh, for, 20, for last year, for 22. And this year, is there any way I could not have my uh, OAS substantially dropped? because of my income from last year?
2: It is possible to provide them with some form of evidence that your income is going to be remarkably lower in the subsequent year. Now, what they're going to take off starting in July of 2023 is a withholding, like they take from your T4. So, in the worst case scenario, if you're not subject to the OAS uh, very nice of you to refer to the recovery tax. Most people would have said clawback <laughs> next year. You will recover that when you file next year's tax return. That so at the latest, you'll get it back.
3: Now. So next year, without having to do all this documentation, next year it will come out in the wash that they'll see. She didn't make her um, income of 70000 or whatever it was for my employer.
2: Yeah, it'll show up... Uh, recalculating the amount that you're required to repay for 2023 based on real 2023 income. So if you're not required to repay anything, that comes back on next year's return.
1: Rahima, thank you very much for calling. This is our Ask Me Anything on Cross Country Checkup and we have a... uh accountant uh, who clearly knows uh, the tax code inside out and he's here to answer questions you have not on policy issues but on uh, issues as you either finish your taxes uh, they're due tomorrow or you just have questions about uh, taxes generally or as we heard from Rahima uh, wondering if you can reopen your tax return because you discovered some medical expenses that you hadn't claimed before the answer to that was yes.
3: I'm Dr. Brian Goldman host of the CBC podcast The Dose.
1: Greg Liverpool is in Winnipeg. Hi, Greg.
4: Hi. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. What's your question for you?
4: Yeah, my question is uh, hypothetical. Again, sorry to sorry sorry to go off topic here, but this is I uh, basically grinds my gears with the with the tax code in general. Uh, in where where are you situated in Toronto or BC? You have uh, ODSP and OW. Don't know what's the acronym for BC, income Social Income and Assistance, in British Columbia, where you call home, Ian, but mm-hmm. in Manitoba we have EIA, 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 Employment Income Assistance, uh, which is a T-5501 type of a document. The thing is, you could file that document, you get probably around $150, $150, $170 worth of the provincial tax credit. But in the eyes of CRA, that is basically wiped off the system, and you don't get the refund of the provincial tax credit. But here's the kicker. Here's the kicker on this. That income that you are reporting... Uh, That's basically provincial social income assistance is used to qualify you if you get the GST slash HST credit, which you get four times a year. Mm -hmm. In my eyes, that is basically financial discrimination to the highest order.
1: Okay, Greg,
4: thank you. At least $350 worth of of a provincial tax credit because CRA basically wiped it off the board, in my view.
1: Okay, Greg, thanks for uh, calling. Hugh, this does sound to me like it's moving into sort of the policy question as opposed to technically asking about taxes or anything that uh, you wanted to say uh, in response to Greg? It
2: can be a shocker for individuals who are getting what's ostensibly non taxable income social assistance, workers' compensation. It still feeds into your net income and it does impact your eligibility for benefits or uh, flashing back to our previous caller, your requirement to repay your OAS. So
1: tax-free doesn't always need fully tax-free. Hmm. I, I want to read you a uh, question that we had texted to us, and I'm reading it for the first time. So hopefully, I can make uh, sense of this. Cynthia Flanagan in Antigonish is texting and says and asks this with a balance owed to CRA. I'm encouraged to contact them to set up a payment plan. I would have my CCP and GST withheld in order to satisfy the debt. Problem being. I'm unable to contact by telephone due to the strike and my account quote unquote offers no solution. Uh, and so Hugh, she asks if you have any advice for her. Unfortunately,
2: this is really an outgrowth of the strike. Their debt management desk was one of the first casualties of them going on strike. Uh, my account doesn't really provide any options. Probably the only positive aspect we can suggest is, uh, we're pretty sure the collections officers are all on strike, so they're not going to be chasing it any time soon. Unfortunately, probably the best you can do is wait for them to get back to work. Uh, mm-hmm. They yeah. will withhold things like GST credit that they pay out often quite automatically if there's debts only.
1: All right, let's go back to the phone lines, our number 1-888-416-8333. We have a text expert to answer your questions about filing returns. And uh, Kathy Keo is in Ottawa with a question. Hi, Kathy.
5: Hi, thanks for taking my call.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
5: I'm phoning on behalf of my daughter, who's at work right now, mm-hmm. and she has two jobs. She works at a restaurant, so she's an employee but she also has a job where she's self-employed. So we're not sure about the two filing dates and if she has two filing dates or if everything is due tomorrow.
1: Well, you've anyone called uh, at the perfect time. Uh, Hugh, I'm sure yeah. can can help us through that. Hugh? Well, with 24 hours to
2: spare, uh, anyone who's <laughs> self-employed gets an automatic extension of the filing deadline to June 15th. So... You don't have to break the return into two pieces. Self-employment pushes it out to June 15th for the return as a whole. The drawback to that is interest still kicks in starting after May 1st if all the taxes aren't paid. So if you're not able to get the return completed, the self-employment income figured out by tomorrow, you might want to send in a payment to stop the clock on any
1: interest. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Go ahead, Kathy.
5: Sorry. Both of her jobs then, she can do one filing and it doesn't have to be done until June 15th, but the money she owes is due tomorrow.
2: That's correct.
5: Okay. Okay. And again, the payment plan issue is not something that can be resolved until they're off strike.
2: Yeah. Setting any kind of a payment plan... I don't think they're going to reopen collections until they're back from strike, which I'm not sure will encourage Canadians to want them back to work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Kathy, thank you. Thank you very much. Let's see now. Anne Sullivan uh, is calling from uh, Sudbury. Hi, Anne.
3: Taking my call?
1: Yeah, you're very welcome.
3: Um, Taxes make my mind twisted. I have my taxes filed for this year. However, I forgot to give them, um, a T4. I have no idea what to do or who to contact or how to get this figured out and changed.
1: Okay. Hugh, why don't you help, uh, and, and stay on the line and, and she, you can go back and forth and, and Hugh, what advice do you have for her?
2: Well, certainly better to be proactive and deal with it than to let them realize that it's missing, uh, We mentioned earlier with the medical expense call, you can go online and find a a form called a T1-ADJ, T1 Adjustment. Essentially, that allows you to adjust the numbers from your tax return to add in that missing T4. Uh, If you're online with CRA's My Account system, it's way easier to do that using their Change My Return, which is basically an online T1 adjustment that looks at what they've already assessed and allows you to make the adjustment.
3: Well, I have an agency look after it, so mm-hmm. I don't have the my account business. Um, that that aspect of things set up, so I'm not like what's what's the avenue that I take now? Can I still go on and open a my account? It, it
2: can be open, but they're not able, part of the my account opening process. They send you a code in the mail. And that makes sure that someone else isn't opening that account on your behalf. And I don't believe those codes are going out right now. So the other option for a paper adjustment, assuming you don't want to go back to the filers and get them to process this, they can normally process it fairly easily, is a a form called a T1 Adjustment Request or the code they use is T1-ADJ. And they have those online in fillable form.
3: Well, oh, so I can print that and then fill it out by hand if I need to, and put it in the mail, or do yep. I just proceed with online?
2: Yeah, online will get it done faster, and you may want to talk okay. to the people who prepared the return and uh, see how much uh, how much effort it would be and what they're going to bill if you want to just get them to add the slip in.
1: Okay. All right, thank you very much for your call. Hugh, let me uh, ask you one more question that we had texted to us and uh, we're getting close to the end of our time here on the AMA. Diane Mellon uh, texts, I'm a sole proprietor and understand I have until June 1st to file my taxes, but if I owe money this year, do I need to prepay to CRA before I file? In other words, is there a different deadline to avoid penalties?
2: Well, that's, uh, first off, I'm going to correct that. You have until June 15th to file the return if you're self-employed. But to the extent there's taxes owing, interest kicks in on the usual April 30th filing deadline, which is May 1st this year because of the Sunday date. So Mm -hmm. you would have, if you didn't pay until June 15th, a month and a half of interest, which is currently racking up at 9%. Wow.
1: And so your advice to her would be?
2: If you can make an estimate and prepay the tax, it's not a bad idea. And when you're self-employed, you generally end up having to remit quarterly installments for the next year's tax. So if you have too much kicked in for 2022, you can request that they simply put the difference into the installment account, roll it forward, and that's less to pay down the road.
1: You know, our caller, Hugh, said the, the last caller we had said something like taxes twist her mind. And I kind of feel the same way. I was reviewing my tax return that someone else prepared and just felt overwhelming to me. So it's so nice to talk to you because you seem to understand, the, as I say, the tax code inside out and are so calm about it. So thank you very much for being our guest on the AMA. Thank you. Hugh Nielsen practices public accounting with KRP Group in Edmonton. For more CBC podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.